0: My name is Catherine Carmichael, and I don't do breakfast. Fact was, I might just have rolled in for the night by the time most people are up and heading to work. The idea of owning a bed and breakfast was ridiculous. Of course, since I didn't own anything, the whole idea was even more absurd. There had to be a catch. I looked at the note once more, as if I hadn't already memorized it. Casey. My attorney has taken care of the legalities, and I have taken care of the rest. The Honey House is waiting for you. It's time you know what you really are. Good luck, dear. There was a hastily added postscript. P.S. Don't try to change the name. The house won't like it. I folded the note and slipped it into the side pocket of my purse, then climbed out of the limousine. The door of the long stretch barely closed before the machine glided smoothly away, leaving me standing outside the Honey House Bed and Breakfast. I took the keys and slowly walked up the pathway, through a sandstone and wood-beam archway, and across a wide porch. I looked over my shoulder as I slipped the key into the lock, half expecting to be arrested for breaking and entering. The knob turned easily, and I walked through the doorway into a stunning foyer worthy of Southwest Showplaces magazine. Maybe the circumstances were leaving me feeling a little fanciful, but I could swear I felt the house settle around me. That was disturbing. I appreciated the effect. Setting atmosphere is the first step in running a successful con. I should know. I've been running cons for years. Apparently, the old lady who wrote the note was running a doozy of a scam because she'd gone to a lot of trouble to set this whole thing up. Whatever this whole thing was. Hello? I called out to the empty house. Over here, whispered a voice from deep in the shadows. I grinned. Yep, a most excellent con. Joanne, the woman behind this particular show, was a former client. I thought she'd been one of the happy ones. I'd met her a few months ago in the middle of my most recent gig, working on a cruise ship as a fortune teller. Okay, I suppose it's technically not a con, because officially I'm part of the onboard entertainment. I receive a salary, meals, and a minuscule cabin as compensation for my work. My customers are free to tip me, and that turns a low-paying job into a very good living. I travel back and forth to Mexico on the three- to five-day cruises that depart from Long Beach. When I'd stepped off the ship this morning, Joanne's lawyer had been waiting for me. He'd told me I'd inherited a bed-and-breakfast in Juniper Springs, a small community outside Sedona, Arizona. That had nearly sent me into a fit of giggles. Everyone knew Juniper Springs was as genuine as professional wrestling. The New Age Mecca? I choked out, my voice full of sarcasm. The painfully thin young lawyer had stiffened. Many people claim to have experienced spiritual or metaphysical events, however, I assure you, I have never personally witnessed anything unusual. He was good. I could almost believe he was straight out of law school instead of a fellow con artist. Of course, he wasn't as good as I was, but I'd played along. Okay, lawyer boy, what's the plan? The limousine is waiting to take us to the airport, he'd said. I'd looped my arm through his. Let's go. I'm up for an adventure. That had been hours, one private plane, and two limo rides ago. Now I was about to discover what this was all about. I suspected Joanne wanted me to work for her at the B&B. The Honey House was perfectly located in the heart of the paranormal tourism country. It would be a boon to have a pet psychic on staff. She must have just recently bought the place because although it was architecturally stunning, it looked and felt unused. Based on the size of the show she was putting on to lure me here, the job must be worth a lot of money. I was impressed. In here the voice whispered again, apparently impatient at my hesitation. This was really cool and more than a little creepy.